from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4 Double B, VK4 Baker Baker with the Father's Day edition, September 4, 2022 of WIA National News. This week, we've got Jason VK2 LAW, Felix VK4 FUQ and Cole VK3 GTV. And kicking it off, a broadcast actually due a couple of weeks back, which we've just received, all ready to go. It's WIA Director Chris, VK3FY. The board recently received the quarterly QSL report from John VK3JSL at the last board meeting held on Tuesday, the 23rd of August, 2022. The following was noted. One, the WIA QSL Bureau has received over 37,000 QSL cards in the past six months up until the end of June 2022. The WAQSL Bureau had by that time sent out all cards to registered members and clubs. In addition, the Bureau by mid-July 2022 had received a further 13,000 QSL cards, which indicated that the Bureau is nearing pre-pandemic QSL inward numbers. The report also indicated that the Bureau are meeting their minimum obligation of mailing out at least once per month for each state and territory in Australia. There are other special arrangements for VK9, VK0 and special event stations. The WAA QSL Bureau is not the only Bureau in Australia and there are others. It is imperative that one is registered with the WAA Bureau if you wish to utilise this service. Please note that this is a service that is provided to members and affiliated clubs of the WIA only. Just some minor stats. Japan makes up around 50% of the Inwards Bureau and Germany around 20%. In June, Sim VK4SJ retired as the VK4 QSL manager. Bernard VK4KX has moved into this role. The WA Board wishes to thank him for his service to the VK4 hand community and appreciate Bernard moving into the role to ensure a smooth transition. 73 is from Chris, VK3FY, for the WAA National News. Who listens to radio? I'm Matthew, VK2YAP. This is VK4, Golf Romeo Bravo, Gary at Ferryland. This is Linda, VK7QP. Peter, VK8ZZ. This is Mark, VK4DMH. I'm Alec, VK2APC. John, 5DJ. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. The leading report from Region 1. WRC 23 preparatory activities are intensifying. As WRC 23 gets closer, so the preparatory activities for the agenda items are increasing in intensity. The most pressing for the amateur community is the 23-centimetre band radio navigation satellite service coexistence agenda item 9.1b. Following presentations given during the IARU Region 1 Interim Conference and the Ham Radio 2022 event, 
the IARU was kindly invited to present the 23-centimetre band situation to the EME community at the 19th EME conference in Prague. Reactions were mixed. However, the IARU maintains its objective to find a solution that can facilitate all the amateur radio applications active in the band today, including EME operations, even if some compromises will be inevitable. To progress the 23-centimetre band studies, ITUR Working Party 4C will meet during the second week of September. At this meeting, the technical studies regarding the amateur service and radio navigation satellite service will be developed further. The IARU Global 9.1B team is preparing contributions and will be participating in the meeting. In news from Region 2, the Ohio Amateur Radio Emergency Service, ARIS, has completed a dry run exercise for the Perry Nuclear Power Plant in Lake County, Ohio. ARRL Ohio Section Emergency Coordinator Stan Broadway, November 8, Bravo Hotel Lima, said the drill was practice for the federally judged exercise scheduled for September. The Ohio Emergency Operations Center, EOC, amateur station Whiskey 8 Sierra Golf Tango, was utilized and on the air to communicate with several counties in northeast Ohio. Amateur Radio serves in the emergency planning as a backup communications resource. The actual exercise is focused more on the power plant and its operation. In real life, this was a low-key type of exercise. It does not involve a lot of hands or activity, just establishes the line of communication, said N8BHL. It's satisfying to know, through many conversations during the planning stage, that amateur radio is a key ingredient to assure communication with the state. Ohio Aris is also working on a simulated emergency test set drill for October 1. Volunteer monitors send ham commendations and notices. A recent trip to the mailbox brought surprises for some US hams, some pleasant surprises... Others, not so pleasant. Sal Embi, Kilo Bravo 3, Tango Zulu Delta explains. The Volunteer Monitor Program, begun in 2020 as a cooperative effort between the FCC and the ARRL, recently released its report for July of this year. The program delivers commendations as well as notices of improper operation to hams as a way of boosting compliance with amateur radio license regulations. The latest commendations include a ham in Columbia, South Carolina, for helping amateurs complete programs for the Community Emergency Response Team and for assisting those involved in the county's emergency operations center. Commendations were also given to hams in Poughkeepsie, New York, for conducting the community bulletin board on a local repeater. Hams in Roslyn, Pennsylvania, were also given commendations for involving the Philmont Mobile Radio Club in field day and mesh operations. Meanwhile, notices for unlicensed operation were sent to logging companies in Washington State for their use of 2-meter amateur frequencies. Another notice for unlicensed operations was sent to an operator in Indian Hills, California, for operating 2-meter simplex APRS during a high-altitude balloon flight one year after the operator's license had been canceled by the FCC. Notices for operating FT-8 outside license privileges were issued to a technician class operator in Martinez, California, and a general class operator in Trenton, New Jersey. Notices for operating on SSB outside their general class privileges were issued to hams in Massapequa, New York, and Trenton, New Jersey. This is Cell MB, KB3, TZD. 
Abraham Sy, founder and University of Scranton Professor Nathaniel Frissel, Whiskey 2 November Alpha Foxtrot, has been awarded a nearly $400,000 US grant from the National Science Foundation to study changes in the ionosphere at dawn and dusk, a period we hams know as grey line and during solar eclipses. According to the university, W2NAF will work with students there and at Case Western Reserve University, as well as amateurs around the country, to gather data using so-called grape receivers designed using another NSF grant for the Hamsi Personal Space Weather Station project. There will be an annual solar eclipse visible in the continental US next year, as well as a total eclipse in 2024 noting that these will be the last solar eclipses to traverse the USA until 2044. The grant will fund an additional 30 grape receivers that will be provided to HAMSI volunteers across North America. The stations will run continuously at least through to 2025, the end of the project period, monitoring WWV and CHU to collect data daily at sunrise and sunset as well as during the two solar eclipses. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service, available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. John VK4JJW here with a story about Field Day. No, not that Field Day. For this story, we're going straight to the field. The corn field, that is. I've got kernels of wisdom to share today. If you're stalking the newest and most unusual kind of antenna, look no further than the two eight-foot-tall green stalks that Kevin K0KLB harvested recently in an Iowa cornfield to create the homebrew vertical he called the... Corn tenor. Relying on the combination of two stalks plus their inherent conductive moisture, Kevin had a hunch that by joining them and adding a copper wire, mounting them on a wooden batten and adding radials, he might get an SWR acceptable enough for some QSOs on 20 metres. With a little adjusting, the corn tenor tuned right up in the field and, well, things were soon popping. Operating at 5 watts QRP, he logged two contacts in Texas and had a few other contacts that almost made it into the log. Not quite smooth as silk, but for a corn tenor? Downright amazing. You can see Kevin and the corn tenor in action on YouTube at the link in the text version of this week's WIA National News, wia.org.au. He's got a real antenna farm, and yes, he's having a field day. Meanwhile, one lingering question remains, whether this innovative vertical can hold its own in a real amateur radio DX contest, where all he is. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2022. JARL-sponsored All-Asian DX contest. Phone this weekend. Bands 160, 80, 40, 20, 15, 10 metres. The RSGB HF SSB field aid runs from 1300 hours UTC on Saturday the 3rd to 1300 hours UTC on Sunday the 4th using the 3.5 to 28 megahertz bands where contests are permitted. The exchange is signal report and serial number. The IAA Region 1 field day runs for the same 24-hour period as the RSGB HF field day. 
Using SSV-only on the 3.5 to 28 MHz bands, the exchange is signal report and serial number. Saturday the 3rd of September, the CW Ops CW Open Contest runs for 24 hours from 0000 hours UTC using only CW on the 1.8 to 28 MHz bands, where contests are permitted. The exchange is a serial number and your name. WIA NZART Oceania Contest CW, second full weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Phone, first full weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs, 31 October. WIA VHF UHF field days. Spring, 0100 hours UTC Saturday 26 through 0059 hours UTC Sunday 27 November. 160 meter CW contest, ARRL sponsored. Objective is for amateurs worldwide to exchange information with W stroke V amateurs on the 160 meter band, CW. Dates. First full week in December, December 2 to 4, 2022. Contest period. Begins 2200 hours UTC Friday, ends 1559 hours UTC Sunday. This is a 42 hour period with no time limitation. Logs are due within 7 days after the event is over. 10 meter contest, AWL sponsored. For amateurs worldwide to exchange QSO information with as many stations as possible on the 10 meter band. Dates, second full weekend of December. Start 0000 hours UTC Saturday. Run through 2359 hours UTC Sunday. December 10, 11, 2022. Logs are due within 7 days after the event is over. DX Window. The Transatlantic Centenary Test. The RSGB are hosting an international amateur radio activation. The Transatlantic Centenary Test on the HF bands for the entire month of December 2022 to commemorate the centenary of the achievement of amateur transatlantic communication during the transatlantic tests that were held between 1921 and 1923. In anticipation of this century's celebration, with the assistance of OPCOM, the UK Licensing Authority, the RSGB have reactivated five call signs that they held in the 1920s. G5WS used for the 1922 tests, the first to get across. G5AT used for the 1923 tests. G6XX used for the 1923 tests. G6ZZ used for the first amateur tests on a moving railway train in 1924. G3DR, Scottish Highlands Call, GM3DR. United States Special Event. Look for special event station N3U stroke FLT 93, 3NU stroke United Flight 93, to be activated once again between September the 9th and the 14th, to remind amateur radio operators worldwide of the tragic events that happened near Shanksville, Pennsylvania, New York City and Washington DC on September 11th, 2001. This will be the 13th year for N3U and this memorial operation. N3U was first activated in 2010 and has continued every year since. We also ran a special Aruba call, P41 USA, for several years, but COVID-19 got in the way. Activity will be on all bands that are open at the time, 
using mostly FT8-FT4, as well as CW and SSB. QSL via club call sign W3PNQSL.com if needed. LOGW also be used for logging all digital SSB and CW. In the world of DX, be listening on the HF bands for 8N650JP. The special call sign being used by the Japan Amateur Radio League's Okinawa branch. Hams are marking the 50th anniversary of the return of the Okinawa Prefecture to Japan from the United States Administration. The call sign 8N650JP is active through the 30th of September. QSOs will be confirmed automatically through the Bureau. Timor Leste, 4W. Satoshi, JH2EUV is QRV as 4W stroke JH2EUV. Activities on the 40 to 10 metres using mostly FT8. QSL to home call JH2EUV. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello. First up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. The 10th annual Amateur TV QSO party was held Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th of August with more than 40 stations exchanging high-quality digital video from various locations in Sydney, Melbourne, Port Pirie and Wyala. On the Saturday, operators from the USA joined in from California, Colorado, Nevada, Arizona, Ohio and New York, exchanging valuable information on equipment, techniques and renewing friendships. Noted was not only the high standard of the shacks, but the various homebrew digital transmitters and ATV equipment displayed. The dedication and self-training needed to master their commercial audio-video processing equipment and produce such high-quality results is commendable. Then on the Saturday afternoon, one station operated portable from a Wyala, South Australia beach, transmitting high-quality digital pictures back to their local repeater to be seen worldwide. Peter Cossens, VK3BFG, was the coordinator and did a sterling job of organising the event. All in all, it was very successful with many watching via the British Amateur TV Club streamer website and with unanimous agreement to be held again next year. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A SpaceX Dragon supply freighter undocked from the International Space Station August 19 with about two tonnes of cargo, experiments and a leaky spacesuit. The unpiloted cargo carrier brought home a spacesuit worn by European astronaut Matthias Mara when the station crew noticed water leaking in Mara's helmet after he returned to the lab's pressurised airlock. NASA has suspended use of US spacesuits for non-emergency spacewalks until the suit is inspected and analysis done. Also, cosmonaut Oleg Artemyev's spacewalk was cut short by a suit battery issue, and with NASA's suits grounded at the moment, the ISS is running out of EVA options. AMSAT EA satellites to launch in September... Felix EA4GQS reports Spain's latest amateur radio satellites to launch will be Genesis G and Genesis J on September 11, and you can come for the ride, as this flight will be streamed by Everyday Astronaut. That's at everydayastronaut.com. The AMSAT Bulletin Post says, This is to confirm that the launch of our new Genesis G and Genesis J satellites with Firefly 
will take place September 11, with the launch window starting at 22 hours GMT from Vandenberg. The expected orbit altitude is 300 kilometres, with an inclination of 137 degrees. This will be the second attempt of Firefly to reach orbit, after the first attempt, made in 2021, had to be aborted after two minutes of flight, causing Genesis N and Genesis L to be lost. Genesis G slash Astroland 1, 145.875 MHz uplink, modes FM voice with no subtone, and FSK 50 BPS, AFSK, AX25, APRS 1200 slash 2400 BPS, 436.888 MHz downlink, modes FM voice, CW FSK 50 BPS, FM voice beacon, with AM2 SAT callsign, Genesis J Astroland 2, 145.925 MHz uplink, modes FM voice, with no subtone, and FSK 50 BPS, AFSK, AX25, APRS 1200 slash 2400 BPS, 436.66 MHz downlink, modes FM voice, CWFSK 50 BPS, slow scan TV, robot 36, FM voice beacon with M3SAT callsign. We encourage everyone to try to receive their first transmissions once the first Keplerians are available. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Freemasons, Call CQ, More Light. Masonic Lodges on the Air, an amateur radio special event, will be on the air Saturday, September 24. The event is open to all amateur radio operators, and the idea of the event grew out of the realisation that many Freemasons also have a love for amateur radio. The object is to promote public awareness of ham radio and Freemasonry, to promote fraternal bonds within the ranks of free and accepted Masonic Lodges, and its many amateur radio operators who are also brothers in the fraternity, and to encourage contact with other amateur radio operators around the state, country and world. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, OC240, Papua New Guinea. Rolf, DL7VEE, has announced the following. The team from Germany is planning another lightweight but serious tea expedition to Papua New Guinea from October 25 until November 10. The call sign will be P29RO, and the German team will be active from Lolota Island, OC240, in Papua New Guinea's coastal island, East Iota Group. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Oldtimers. As Clive, VK6CSW, reminds us that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateur's Oldtimers Club of Australia's September Bulletin to go to air this month as well as the latest club news. This month, as well as the latest club news, Ron VK3AFW tells us about retirement village living. This is followed by Andrew VK3CAH with an update of other options available to keep active and on air if moving to a retirement home. I'll be reminiscing about an early electromechanically tuned radio, the SCR522 VHFRT set. And lastly, Andrew VK3CAH talks about another very special birthday this year, the inauguration of the BBC. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and join in the callbacks afterwards. Full details of all transmission times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au 
or just Google REOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. Members and friends of the REOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is on Tuesday, September the 13th. All are welcome to come along for an eyeball QSO. And for details, email coordinator philvk6zko at pbcasper at bigpond.com. I'll just spell that. Papa, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Sierra, Papa, Echo, Romeo, pbcasper at bigpond.com. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the September RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the program and please join in the callbacks afterwards. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Scouting. And today, a very special report, thanks to Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Cole. First, the Ask Scout Group turns 100. Yesterday, the 3rd of September 2022, first the Ask Scout Group celebrated their 100th birthday. From when the group was formed in 1922, Ask Scout members have taken part in many radio activities. The early years focused on Morse code and crystal sets. Several of these first scouts took up radio communication roles during the Second World War. Their members have been taking part in Joda and other amateur radio activities over the years. In recent times, the group is building their own shack for scouts to use. First, the Ask Scout group will be on air during the next 12 months making contacts with other operators in celebration of the group's birthday. Keep a listen out across the bands for the special event call sign Victor India 100, Yankee Sierra Golf, and say hi to the scouts. The scouts are designing a QSL card for the occasion to send to those that would like one. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now on to special interest groups, Yota. Felix, VK4FUQ, has been reminding all about the upcoming WIA NZ Art Oceania contest phone on the full weekend in October. Now, word of interest to youth. A new plaque is being sponsored by Oscar Rays, VK3TX. Many thanks to Oscar for the highest scoring youth entrant, no older than 25 years of age, from Australia in any of the phone's single operator categories. So please encourage all VK amateurs no older than 25 years of age to have a go at entering the contest. Speaking of youth, meet the 13-year-old restoring old Soviet tech in Georgia, Mariam Benaki is not your usual teenager. Unlike most 13-year-old girls, she has a passion for fixing phones and computers. After school, Mariam can be found tinkering away in her family's workshop in Tbilisi. Peering into a magnifying glass, the Georgian native connects tiny parts to breathe life back into defective devices. She says she likes to replace the batteries or clean the fans, replace the paste that's used for cooling down the computers. Mariam's interest in electronics was sparked when she was nine years old. Her stepfather, Thomas Burns, a former Hollywood cinematographer and self-proclaimed electronic nerd, was helping fix a friend's iMac computer. The colourful wires and shiny components instantly caught Mariam's eye. She said, When they took the screen off, there were a lot of small parts that I was interested in. Also these wires just going through the computer, and I was curious about them. I wanted to know how the computer worked, she recounts. I was like, 
let me just ask him about what this is and what that is, and maybe I can help with the things that he's doing. With her father's help, Mariam replaced the IMAX hard drive. To cultivate and hone his daughter's interest, Thomas offered to fix more friends and family's broken gadgets, and it didn't take long for word to spread and referrals to start flowing in. Friends of friends began dropping off their broken hardware in the hopes the duo would restore them back to life. Thomas said at some point they realised that they were one Facebook page away from an actual business, and so made it official. And now it's very much a full-time endeavour with the father-daughter team launching their family business in 2021. Thomas said they called it Mariam's Computer Repair. Not only is it projecting the fact that women can repair things, which he feels is critically important, but it's also a point of pride for them as a family. And I'm sure all of us other electronic nerds wholeheartedly agree. And that wraps up the segment for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here in Campbelltown, it can be heard on a host of frequencies, including 160 metres, 1.845 AM, 80 metres, 3.595 lower sideband, 40 metres, 7.146 AM, 20 metres, 14.170 upper sideband, 10 metres, 28.320. I am Pete, VK2LP for the WIA National News Service. And with that, another action-packed edition of WIA National News. Next week, our WIA director is our president, Scott VK3KJ, who'll be stepping up to the mic, along with... The missing report this week from Steve, VK2TSG, WIA Director, will bring you his late report also next week here on WIA National News. I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Oh, and walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.